Welcome to the Glow Through It podcast, season two. I'm your host, Adriana Carrig, the CEO and founder of Little Words Project. And I'm Mariah, Little Words Project Brand Partnerships Director, Adriana's real-life sidekick and BFF, and your co-host here on this podcast. We created Glow Through It to bring you inspiration from our normal, everyday life experiences that we know you can all relate to. Season one was a ride, but we're excited to bring you even more laughs and love in season two. Catch new episodes every Thursday on Spotify and Apple streaming platforms. And make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Glow Through It Podcast. And while you're at it, give Little Words Project a follow too. Shop the LWP brand and use the code KEEPGLOWING15 to receive 15% off your order. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning in. in. Hi, Age. Hi, Mariah. We're bringing on a fun guest today. We are. That we're weirdly obsessed with, but we won't talk about our obsession too much. Right. Because it all comes in the episode. If we left, if Chelsea left that in, she said we sounded mad weird. <laughs> well, we are. Okay. She said we sounded mad aggressively obsessed with her, but we are. Who's not obsessed with Vivian Audi? Nobody. Raise your hand. Not. It's impossible. Everybody you all is. Are. Yeah. So we are so excited to bring her on. Um, she's been a friend of ours and a friend of the brands for three something, four years. I mean, just forever, it feels like, um, and has done so much for us from the time that she was uh, much smaller, um, of much smaller influence to where she is now with over 325,000 followers on Instagram. One of some of the highest, as a brand, some of the highest engagement rates I've ever seen. Um, and is just such a good voice and such a sweetheart. And we're just so excited to talk to her about her experience, but not just what it's like to be an influencer, because, you know. We kind of know. We could guess. What are you trying to say? You're an influencer? I mean, I'm just saying, like, I know what it's like, <laughs> you know, to be an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a person who wishes. Um, but we also just kind of like the difficulty of being your own boss and having to motivate yourself. I mean, I can speak from experience. It's very hard to do. Obviously, I was able to build a team and I have a product and it's a very different type of being your own boss, but she has to get up every single day and stay motivated and do what she does and that's her livelihood. That's how she makes her money. And she does very well because she's very good at what she does, but you kind of can't turn yourself off and that's yeah. that's a scary thing. Um, anyway, so without further ado, we'll bring on Viv. You guys can hear the ins and outs of her experience as a young woman turned a nurse, she's an RN, um, but she kind of really never pursued that route because she ended up starting her blog and it took off from there. And she's been a self-starting, self-made, self-employed individual ever since, and she's killing it. So Chelsea, for arguably the last time, uh, ring her in. And I, I say ring, you guys pick up on that? <laughs> That's a Christmas term. I should say bring. Yeah. Bring her in. Ring, ring. We're on the phone with Vivi. <laughs> ring, ring. Um, hi. Hi, Vivian. Hey. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> you are someone that we have been, I would say, very close friends with for, what, two years now? Me, I mean... I'm, I'm not going to call Viv my close friend because I think that like she doesn't want to be my close friend. I consider oh, her a close friend, but she, like I said, there's no Viv. Come on, don't flatter me like that. You think I'm your close friend? 
Mariah, you, the little words, Adriana, everyone, like what? I would call you guys in an instant if I ever needed anything. I'm definitely more of her friend than you are. That's what I'm saying. But it's fine. No, it is. She just can't say that. I know what I'm saying. (laughs) I wanted her to say it. She won't. It's fine. She's too sweet. (laughs) It's okay. We both love you. Anyway, um, what were you saying? We've been friends with you for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. And we have both just been just in awe and floored by how much growth you've experienced in your personal career, which is really what it is at the end of the day from, you know, the very beginning when I found you because you were a cute photographer Mm. or you were taking photos and I wanted you to come do photos of the office or like, I wanted you to come do photos for something. And then we just started connecting and I would, I, she just had the cutest little fits and she was it was like Lulu taking pictures of her on her porch the porch or like on her bow on her upstairs balcony like I know that house because of where she was taking her photos and then you know over a year's worth of time it went from like 2,000 followers to like I think it was like 13k was like a like in one year and then from there it was from 13 to like 150 and now every time I look, it's another like, it's like 50K a day, it feels like. I mean, obviously that's not what's happening. Absolutely not. And it's funny that you say that because right now I'm like in a lull. I mean, and I've, one way to put it, like I'm not upset, but it's just funny that you say that because you're looking at it that way. And I'm looking at it as like, right now I'm, I was on the top of the wave and now I'm like crashing and I actually just lost I think it was like a thousand followers within the last like two weeks. Mm. And it just like, yeah, it just like happens sometimes. And so I don't even like, you can't get wrapped up in numbers because yeah. you're sometimes high and you're sometimes on a low. And the, I remember the first time that it happened to me, which was maybe I was around like in the twenties and I was just so distraught over it because I was, I was plateauing and I wasn't gaining and I was actually starting to lose. And my brother was like, dude, I was like, I don't know. Like, is this even worth it? Da, da, da. And he was like, dude, he's like, are you really going to let two weeks, three weeks of just like kind of stagnancy? Is that a word? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Stagnation. Stagnation. Yeah. <laughs> like stop you from continuing to create and to keep going. He's like, you're never going to see the light of a hundred if you stop now. So, mm. um, I always, so I, since then I've like gotten used to it. Yeah. There are definitely periods where like you're, you know, gaining yeah. so much and then there are periods when you're not anyways, just no, it's no, but it's hard to be someone who is literally, this is her job. This is her job. You're about to make some comment about LOL. We've been, we've been trying to grow for four years. <laughs> We're out here. I was about to say, look, Little Words Project guy gains five followers a week. No, Little Words has been has, has been, been popping growing. Off. Yeah, Little Words has been growing. It's that blue check energy. It's that blue check energy. But also us personally, like we this we we are not influencers. And, well, yeah. I, I shouldn't say influencers. We are not creatives, creators. Right. At the end of the day, like what she does is a full time job, and she really values. You, I'm, 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 we're looking at each other because the sound sounds better when we do, and we're like talking about her like she's not here. But what Viv you do is you, this is your career, this is your full time gig, and you were never not always going to do this, right? You were going to be a nurse. I yeah, I became a nurse. You, yeah, crazy. Um, I have my license and I keep it active, but yeah, this kind of right when I 
I started my blog right before I started my nursing program. The blog came first out of, after a breakup, and I don't know like how detailed you want, but after the breakup, I was like, I was getting denied from PA schools. I was just, um, I moved home. I, it was an awful breakup. I thought I was going to marry that guy. Mm-hmm. And here I am home. My grandpa's incredibly sick. And I'm like, what the heck do I do? And I just felt like it was an overpowering voice. Um, and I was like, it was like, start a blog, start a blog, start a blog. And it had always been like a hobby of mine to take photos, to create outfits. I was always the one that was like, oh, Viv, you know, like what's, you know, what should I get? Or like, how, mm-hmm. what should I wear tonight? Um, so those are all like natural instincts and hobbies and things that I enjoyed, you know, talking about or seeing or looking at whatever. Um, and yeah, so then I started the blog and then I got into nursing school and then I just continued the blog. My whole entire focus was to do one blog post and it was more like blog than Instagram. One blog post every Friday. And that's when like my happy Friday, um, Mm -hmm. came in because I would say happy Friday, like new blog post about blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, And that was every Friday for one year while I was in nursing school. And then when I graduated, my Instagram grew from, I think it was like 1,200 when I started. Yeah. And I graduated with 13,000. Yeah. See, I knew those numbers. Why do you know that? Because I was so impressed by her. And this was was during the time period that you and I were mad inspired by her. And we were trying to grow and do... But you know who else we were inspired by? Um, Melanie Vandersloos and And Lisa Lisa Holmesy. And they were like the travel blogger kind of vibe. And we... (laughs) And we were like going and taking photos and we were editing them. And every night, like when we were traveling. It became a really fun, awesome hobby that I'll never stop loving. I loved that moment for us. It was some of my favorite memories. Oh my God, I loved it. Was creating. But then, you know, for me, I hit a roadblock when I started trying to get pregnant and my whole life turned to that. And I was like, okay, I can't be out here worrying about Instagram numbers, creating. An outfit. An outfit. And my trying to get pregnant and the business. It no. was like way too many things. You have kept going, but but I think I think our difference is we have a we have a personal brand that is so that when people come to Little Words Project, they see the people that are behind Little Words yes. Project and they think that's awesome. They're like, "Oh my god, that's so cool." But it's so different than Elisa, than a Melanie, than a Viv right. because those that's are their people, that's their livelihood fully. But I remember all this because I remember thinking like, wow, like this girl is the real deal. I remember thinking that from the very beginning. You did say that all the time. And still to this day, like your engagement is no joke. You are one of the most, um, oh my God. you're one of our Little Words Project's biggest traffic drivers. And we have worked with other quote influencers and we've never seen that kind of reaction because you are such a genuine, sweet, just real human being. Yeah. And at some point along the way, you stopped caring about your grid. You stopped caring about the aesthetic of it. And yeah. you were just like, I'm going to give the people what they want, which is cute outfits. And I'm not going to lie, the amount of times that I have looked up your account to say, okay, I have to go to a Thanksgiving dinner. What should I wear? Mm. What's Viv wearing lately? Same, yeah. What do I need to buy right now? What's Viv wearing lately? Yeah. Like I, If you say jump- Save your money. I know. And now I'm not buying anything because I'm, I'm, I, I genuinely don't, I'm, I buy more baby stuff now than anything else. Um, but if you say jump, I literally say how high. And that's because, and I'm not like that with everybody. It's influence. It's, it, it's influence, but it's also realness. Loyalty. It's like a friend. 
Yeah. Friend. And that's how you, you feel like a friend. Well, <laughs> you are my friend. Right. But Mariah, doesn't she feel like a friend really even though feels, she's not your friend? Yeah, she feels like a little bit of a friend <laughs> to me if I could, I think. It's kind of like friendship. I don't know, but <laughs> it's a wishful friendship. Um, yeah, no, it's so true. She's, well, I want to know for uh, people listening who have those same opinions about you, but don't always get to see the difficult side of things, right? Is what has been the most challenging part of being your own boss and running your own personal brand? Because I can tell you as a business owner, I consider my brand to be my baby, but it's not me. It's right. not me as a human being. And mm-hmm. I'm not getting judged on me as a human being. You are. So how does that, how have, how how have you that navigated feel? that? What has that felt like? <laughs> and how, what has been challenging about that? That is an incredibly jam-packed, loaded question. Mm. I think we the number <laughs> one answer has been the by far the hardest part is exactly how the question was stated. It's being you, but also being your brand. And like this past year, 2020 to now 2021, like today, as we speak, it's not only navigating how to grow, how to create, how to keep everyone inspired, but it's like how to be a good, decent human and a role model. Mm. And that has just been so difficult. But also I feel like, I don't know, when I feel like when I think about what I'm doing, it has, it was placed on my heart because I feel like my heart has a capability of being professional, but also personal and relatable. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't think, no, I mean, you can do whatever you want. I don't want this to come across wrong, but like if anyone enters this space, like you really have to put time and heart into it. It's not just a business. Mm. And it's, it's gotta be something you actually love. You know, I think you love connecting with people, um, and you're good at it, but I do feel like it's gotta be something you love because there are times it's not something I love, Mm. you know, and I can feel that. And I can sense that whenever I'm posting something more, you know, if it's more infrequent, I love it. Cause I'm like, okay. And I get that dopamine high of, you know, people seeing what I'm up to and, and giving me validation but it's, it's very, it's surface level for me, right? right? Whereas for you, it's not about the validation. It's about what are you providing them? Mm-hmm. And I just think that's such a noble thing, you know? Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, I would be lying if sometimes it doesn't feel surface or sometimes yeah. it does feel surface. Like I can't say that it doesn't every day, but at the end of the day, like when I get messages and sometimes I get in my own head and I'm like, what am I even doing? Like, am I even reaching people more than just the clothes, you know, because at the end of the day, like who cares about what you're wearing? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. also like sometimes people are like, no, like the fact that you gave me the inspiration to wear this made me feel good, Mm -hmm. readjusted my energy, made me want to get out, made me, you know, all these different things. But Even you just like making your bed in the morning, I feel like, and watching you do, like watching you do certain things, even watching you write in a notebook. I love it. I'm always like, oh my, her hands are so delicate. Her hands are small, small hands. (laughs) Adorable nails. The adorableness of like her handwriting. I'm like, ooh, I want to write in a notebook now. Mm -hmm. Or ooh, I want to make my bed. And like, if you know me, that's a difficult feat. So Mm -hmm. you really are inspiring people. And, you know, I think 
it can, I can only imagine, especially this day and age, how hard it is to be someone with such a large voice. And, you know, unfortunately we don't live in the nicest place in the world as of late. And people really do be getting on others about what their opinion is and why they're not speaking out and why they're not saying X, Y, Z. And, you know, my opinion to that is I really try to not speak out unless, you know, for me, it's like, if it's about racism, I speak out. And that's kind of my bread and butter. But like when it comes to politics and what's going on and it's very hard to do that when it's like, I'm just adding to the noise of what every, like everyone else is saying the same things. It doesn't feel like I need to add to it. And I'm lucky that I don't have people in my DM saying, well, why aren't you speaking up? But I'm sure you are inundated with where is your opinion on this crazy day? And that must feel like such a burden when at the end of the day, you didn't get into this to be a political commentator or you didn't get into this to be someone that has to, you know, scream your opinion from the rooftop. Yeah, it's been really difficult, um, even with like what happened yesterday. I mean, I think the best part about 2020, even though it was awful, was that it allowed me to grow a backbone to, to, and it didn't happen overnight, like little by little about racism, about just really any large topics that are going on in the world that people need to talk about. Like it allowed me to grow the backbone, to disregard the DMs that are saying, opposing my view or my opinion and just continue speaking. But it's not easy to do that. And every time I do it, it's just like working that muscle. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what I found was that I lost several thousands over the summer. And now it's like my community is on the same page. And it's, That's cool. you know, which is great. Um, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't make it easier. But it's something that like I feel having gone through the months that we have gone through, like mm-hmm. you, there's no turning back now. And yeah. in your heart, you know that it's right. And that's like the best, that's the only thing that I can do is do what I feel is right. Yeah. And you should be able to speak to what you feel is right and not what you feel others want you to say or don't want you to say. And that's a really important thing. And the fact that, you know, it's not like, oh, poor pitifully you, you have so many followers. So now you have to have the responsibility yeah. to speak. You do have that, that that's responsibility. What I was, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think that that's also a point that a lot of I keep using the word influencer. How do you feel about that word? Are you okay with the word influencer? Um, yeah. I mean, I think right off the bat, no one has a good, like it doesn't have a good connotation to it, but it's what the job is. I think, I don't know. I'm just a girl on social media trying to do my best. Yeah. You know, I always say like, thank you for supporting what I choose to share Mm -hmm. is how, you know, cause I'm not sharing everything. Like I have so many conversations behind scenes, off screen. Like I do so much off screen. So that people don't realize because you do share so much, but it's like, there's still so much more left to who you are. Right. Yeah. What what I was saying, what I was saying is that, you know, I think because you do have this platform that you've worked so hard to grow that you are given the responsibility of having a voice. And it doesn't always mean like politically, it doesn't always mean anything, but I think a voice in some way is what keeps that loyalty there and what keeps yeah. those followers there. Because at the end of the day, it's all outfits and it's all adorable. So but when 
when the going gets tough, I actually really love the idea of Viv giving me some real shit because I already love Viv. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I already love what she does. I love what she wears. I love seeing her family. So now if she's on the same page as me with something that I feel so strongly about, I love that for us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now I feel even closer to you. Now I really want to get the facial products that you get because I'm like, oh, this girl's really legit. And she's not afraid. You know what I mean? And and I do love that about you. I think you've talked about... (laughs) <laughs> I think you've talked about anxiety um, a lot. And I think both of us have like loved, um, Age and I have loved what you've said about anxiety and how open you've been about that um, and getting into your ruts and all of that too. So yeah, a lot of people can I relate. think what I was referring to earlier was more so like that must have been hard to get to that place yeah. because when you are first starting out as someone who is starting her Happy Friday blog. In front of a wall with her grandma taking pictures of her outfits. Of her outfits. She's not thinking she's going to become a voice for our generation. Voice generation. And that's what the responsibility is on you to do. So I, I wasn't, I didn't want to sound like, oh, you know, I feel bad for you. It's like, right, no, I, yeah. I, I feel proud of you. But I do think it must still be hard as a little human being. Like you're still just a girl. Yeah. You're just a girl. Yeah. And you are expect so much is expected of you, and that is tough. And we have to all remember that when we are coming after our influencers who are like maybe just choosing to wake up that day and like not turn on the news. Yeah. I mean, how many of us do that, you know? And it's like you they should be given that grace too, because they can't just take it all over. Yeah, it's true. I I mean, I don't take the responsibility lightly, and I, you know, I think through everything that I do, but yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with everyone who says not speaking out when you have a platform is in and of itself speaking out because you do have the chance to more than just your opinion, maybe just give education or resources, you know, whatever it is. Like, that's what I realize sometimes. A good point. I don't, I don't have what, you know, maybe I don't want to share my exact opinion, but, or like voting, you know, I don't care what you vote, just vote. Like that was, that was my, my take on it. And people were like, oh, come on, support this, support that. And I'm like, I'm doing it my way. I'm still participating, Yeah, but I'm going to participate in the way that I feel best. And I feel like yeah, I don't know. No, you're you're that, right. That and makes sense. We've yeah. become so polarized, unfortunately, in this country. And yeah. you know, for us to not feel like for us to feel like we have to just ostracize one type of person in order to feel accepted is not fair. And at the end of the day, there are a certain there are, you know certain groups of people who definitely deserve ostracization. Ostracization. You're not. Don't look at me because right. you know I don't know that. Word. I can't look at you. Mm-mm. There are definitely groups of people who deserve it, but I, I look at it as who am I to say that? You know, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to for me. But you know, if I were bigger and had a bigger platform, it might be more pressurized. You know, however. You got to do you. You got to do what keeps you sane, especially dealing with mental health and anxiety and wanting to like figure out your own life. I mean, you're a young, how old are you? You're 27? 27, yeah. Yeah, like you're a young girl, a young woman who you have like so many things in your life that you have yet to, you know, that you want to accomplish, right? I know you want to eventually settle down, have a family. Like there's so many things that you've got on your plate that we can't just dump our expectations on you. And that's where I feel for these people who are out here just 
They didn't start this to then be prepared for 2020. Nobody was. So true. Um, but I've seen you go through the, that struggle and I appreciate what, how you came and, you know, you would say like, I'm sorry, I didn't know what to say, but I'm, I'm here now. Yeah. No, Viv came correct. Yeah. All the, always providing all the resources. Absolutely. Totally. Um, okay. Well, along those lines, we are interested in how you have managed to stay so true to yourself and be who we all know and love today, despite all the competition that has come forth. I mean, there was a period of time where I believe that you kind of inspired like at least a thousand people (laughs) to become influencers and everybody's grid looked like yours. Everybody's, I really felt like that. I felt like everybody was like a mini Viv Mm -hmm. for a period of time, you know, at least in our circle. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there's a lot of Viv love. A lot, a lot of Viv. Viv love. So how did you... And how could you not? Right. Me and you, we be, we were the first we were ones trying to stand in front of a wall. <laughs> right, we were two of them. Trying to find a graffiti wall I that we stopped, thought Viv would do. I stopped using a big a big camera because I was like, Viv uses her iPhone. Her iPhone. You threw the camera out. I threw that camera right out. Right right my, my grandma couldn't figure out a big camera. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, we <laughs> tossed ours. I started, putting my, my, I started putting my shoulder back. You always taught me that one. You were like, this is Viv's move. It makes her look really the, the adorable. Foot, the foot that comes out into the front a little. I wish our audience could see our positions right now. <laughs> I'm going to, we should post a picture of us identically re- copying <laughs> a Viv post. Who doesn't? I'm sorry. But, Who doesn't? So anyway, how did you kind of continue to stay true to yourself despite all the competition that already existed and that came after you? Um, I think the, what like my initial answer is, is the fact that it's funny that you guys are saying that you were trying to replicate what I was doing because I found that I was trying to replicate what I was seeing and it was only giving me anxiety, the editing, the, um, Mm -hmm. filters, the posing, the locations, everything that I was seeing that was working for everyone else quite honestly, wasn't working for me in terms of engagement. And also like in my heart, I just, it never felt a hundred percent me, especially like curating the perfect feed that gave me so much stress. And Mm. it came out in my photos. It came out in my level of energy and engagement with my audience. And one day I was like, why am I, why am I doing this? Like the, the photos that I post of my family, the photos that don't go perfectly together. The photos that have green in the background, God forbid. Mm. Had I used to be muting those greens. Oh my God. Honestly, I have a picture that I'm posting on Saturday. I muted the green. And then, and then you have like influencers like Maggie McCormick who came out and started like really, I feel like she invented the green in the background being okay. Yeah. She really popped off with a lot of greens this, this past season. That's another one I'm really proud of, but let's continue. Love her. Yeah. (laughs) everyone was everyone was doing like white white Mm -hmm. everything was was really empty that your backgrounds your backgrounds were empty and everything fit the blocks fit all next to each other it was driving me crazy and I was just like you know what I'm gonna do a trial run and I'm gonna do two to three weeks where I just post whatever photo I take and not even look at what fits next to it and minute I did that, I alleviated the stress. I just started like smiling and my energy was in the photos. I felt more natural taking the photos. 
I wasn't stressing out my mom for driving around and finding a white freaking wall. (laughs) (laughs) And, and no one freaking cares. And it just, that, I, I don't know, that was just like the best thing that I could have ever done. And that was like the turning point where I was like, okay, this is me and this is working. And thank God, because I feel my absolute best. And that's really when I started th- seeing like numbers just increase and, mm-hmm. you know, engagement just come right through. And people were saying, you know, thank you for, you know, just posting whatever or for on stories, posting your family and posting, you know, not yeah. everything is like perfectly together. together, right. Let me ask you, what do you think is the future of the influencer and your job as it currently stands? Like, do you think that it's going to be something that continues to grow like this? I just feel like it, it's starting to feel really saturated. I still only have my like handful of people that I like will listen to, but I have I'm not out here following new people. No, no, no. I now now I'm getting older. Now, like, mm. but there might be younger people that are still out here collecting. Or their- are they on TikTok and they don't really care about an influencer's Instagram story? Right, that's not, are like, they somewhere so, else? Yeah, like, like, what is your opinion on where that's headed? I don't really know if I have an opinion per se because I'm right there with you guys and I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm yeah. just, um, I feel like the are last you worried? months- I'm not worried. I'm, I just feel lost in a way. Mm. Um, and I feel like that's kind of come through in my content too, that I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing because like, do we even really care about what I'm doing? (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like that? Because earlier you said, don't buy anything, which I thought was so interesting. Right. Do you feel like that has come as a result of having so many people kind of come to you with like, can I send you my XYZ items for free for you to do a post or can we work together? Like, do you think like, I know Chelsea um, Santana who works with us and obviously is your one of your best friends was over your house and she did a, beh- a behind the scenes of your bedroom. And it was like a gold mine of oh my all products and stuff that you've been sent. And I'm like, wow, that must be so- um, a, G- a Gen Z in a millennial heaven. Well, yes. <laughs> and me heaven. Are you kidding? Us. But to have it, it must be so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it desensitizes you mm. to having those things because they're just like, it's, it's being given to you. Like how do, how do you reconcile that with yourself? I know you do giveaways a lot, but like, how does, how has that affected your outlook on the consumer economy? Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, something that I've always looked at fashion and all like material things are just things. And like, especially with the year that we just had and the year that we'll probably continue to have because nothing just changes overnight. It's, it's like, what is important right now? And, and yeah, go ahead and it's, it's your money and spend it however you want, but it's not necessary to consume as much as people feel like maybe they should or that they want or, you know, think through the desire to purchase something before actually like going for it. Do you feel, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot like this, but I I think like you are such a, you are such a voice. It's overwhelming. I I was going to say like, do you feel kind of like, I don't know, like not inauthentic. Cause again, when you're posting, I know that you're being your authentic true self, you're wearing these things, but does that, fe- I don't know. Does it feel like it's 
like, are you at war in your, with yourself? Like, what's going on, Viv? Like, even just your voice sounds like you're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, but I, I know you do. So like, what's going on? Give us your true innermost or you, thoughts. Or do you have another idea for what you want your brand partnerships to look like? Are you starting to feel that like certain brands, although they give you all this nice stuff, you don't feel connected and that causes you to have another personal war with yourself? Like, oh, I love this, but I don't really need it. I don't really use it. Is, there right. that, is that a thing? Is there like a brand that you can think of that you love working with in a different way? You don't have to say little words project, but feel free. (laughs) No, but you know what I I mean? I love what I do. Um, I just think that in general, it's, I've I've just been kind of in a rut and Mm. I just, and maybe it's the fact that I'm getting dressed up to literally go nowhere. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's like, it's like, what am I, what am I even doing right now? And as things hopefully open up in the future, maybe get back into like my true self, my true motivation. But right now it's kind of just going through the motions. Mm. And I think that is what is causing me to feel overwhelmed because there's no true like reason or place to go to get dressed up. Yeah. And Mm. then all this stuff is just sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing? But can you imagine like a Viv is in a rut? Everyone gets in rut. That's what I'm saying. Like, Viv, who who inspires all of us. Viv, who, again, if we were to take it and make it the most basic, it could be a gorgeous young woman. Adorable. Couldn't be freaking cuter. There is not, I have yet to find a flaw on that when I look being. at her. Same. I haven't seen her naked, but I'm sure it's great. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure it is too. Anyway, yeah. the point though being, you're her. Mm-hmm. You're gifted all of these things. You have so many things. You're surrounded by literal shit, mm-hmm. right? Including our bracelets. We keep sending them to her. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you can be that person and you can still go through those difficulties. I think that's one of the biggest key takeaways for something like this because people do look to you and they're like, ooh, what? You know, I have, I have family members. I have friends who are like, what's going on with Viv? Mm-hmm. What's up with her life? Yeah. You know, because like they love that I know you as a person. And I'm like, well, she's doing great, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, you know, like I said, I, all I see is what the world sees. And then, you know, when you and I connect, but a lot of times, like you're giving us the real you, like this is a conversation you would have with us if we weren't being recorded. So the fact that you're giving that to us is awesome. Yeah. Um, But it's just a good insight for listeners to understand that like, these people who are out here, quote, influencing you and that you're following and you live for, they are going through their own difficulties too. And, you know, how do you, how do you get through them? How, I was going to say, how does Viv get out of that How rut? does Viv get out of the rut? I've been trying to figure it out. We are in a very figure it out, um, <laughs> what's it Phase. called? Phase <laughs> of our life. Yes, exactly. You guys caught me. <laughs> and Really, like, I don't know what I'm doing or how I'm feeling, kind of, last mm. couple of weeks. Um, what do you want to do? Even if, like, do you want to take, like, a break? Do you want to just be like, I am off this stuff for the next month and come back kind of reinvented? Like, what is your thought? I thought about that back in December. Um I thought about taking off the month of January, but I think that if I'm not a hundred percent 
accepting, like I really, really need to put myself in the mindset before I do something. Mm. And I haven't done that. And I can't just like say like, okay, I'm logging off today. Like if I'm going to take a break, I need to accept the repercussions of taking a break, which Mm. is something that I didn't do like over Thanksgiving. Um, and maybe a week before Thanksgiving, I almost took like two weeks off, not expected. I just like physically, like and mentally, emotionally was not there. Mm. And I just had no motivation whatsoever. Um, but I was not ready for the repercussions of that. Like my analytics just went completely down. My numbers went down. My engagement went down. Like that, like almost made everything worse than just because that's what your livelihood is based on. Yeah. That's what your livelihood is based on at the end of the day. Like it's one thing to be like, okay, this is too much. I need to take a break. But if, if, if everything gets hurt as a result and that that's a lasting effect on your personal income, it's really hard to do that. That's why it's so interesting to be an entrepreneur. I think that's why like anytime I'm like age, like go do Mm. something, go on it. You're like, dude, I can't, Mm -hmm. but there are people who can, Mm -hmm. there are people in career paths that can, like they can take off two weeks because they've decided to take their days and they go ahead and they live their very best life and they don't look back. But a you and Adriana, you can't. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. I think that what I've realized is that I can, but I need to mentally prepare myself. I need to better prepare myself um, so true. But how do you prepare? Because like you're gonna lose the coin, and then what does that look like? You know what I mean? Well, I'm I'm kind of in the phase right now where I feel like I need to hire out, and I need yes, to- I've been saying this for two years. I know, I know, and I said that like I would get there when I feel it, and like yeah. feel like I'm here. Wow. Um, because I think one of the biggest things that I really want to work on and focus on. And I really, I feel like I've been the last six, seven days of the new year have been in such a better mental place of like accepting that I want that change for me and having more like personal, memorable, balanced life mm-hmm. has been really, really key for me. Um, so I'm like literally in the works right now, trying to brainstorm like what areas I really need help in where I want to delegate so that I can actually, I think my biggest thing that I've been craving is just living presently. Like Mm -hmm. I've been in every situation that you can think possible focused on getting the content, Mm -hmm. which is so sick in the head. And I think it's completely drained me. And so I love what I do, but I want to do it in a more organic way. Yeah. Like go back to like actually wanting to create because I love and enjoy it, not because I feel like I have to. Yeah. No, I, that's so interesting that you say it that way too, because when I was in my phase, I was actually telling Bill, but it's kind of the opposite. Like we went to Bermuda recently and we did like a little baby moon and I was the opposite of concerned with photos. Like I was like, whatever, like Mm -hmm. we take a picture, we don't take a picture, whatever. But I noticed that I was like a little lazier. Like I was like, I just don't want to. Like, mm. I don't really want to get dressed and go downtown. In the day, we used to get up. We had outfits in a backpack. It was an 8 a.m. We were oh. making changes in bathrooms. But with Bill specifically, like, when I would go travel with him, we would go. And, like, when we went to L.A., it was actually so much fun. Like, we had fun where it was like... And I even said to him then, I was like, you know what's crazy? If this wasn't about getting this content, like, I would probably not be down to do this. Like, I wouldn't want to come here. I wouldn't want That's to. That's interesting. So... It, it, it's almost like once I started, once we went to Bermuda and I was like, damn, I kind of miss taking, I, I miss liking it. 
You know what I mean? But I I still was true to the fact that I know I don't want to do this right now. That's just not authentic to what I'm feeling in this current moment. And I look forward to being able to share like behind the scenes of being a mom, you know, because I think that's going to like light me up because I feel like it's going to help someone somewhere. Okay, let's um, let's Let's pivot. Let's pivot a little bit. That's the word of 2020 that needs to be tossed. Mm -hmm. Viv, (laughs) are you currently, oh, I don't know, dating anyone (laughs) or just on the dating scene? Like, let's chat about that. Right. I don't want to hear about your avocado toast. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your smoothie that your brother made you. Or the making of your bed. Or the... What's another good one? Writing in your notebook. I don't want to write in your notebook. I want to hear if you have a man. Or your daily devotional. Just give a yes or no first. Let's start there. The answer is yes. What? <laughs> oh my God. Who? Uh... You can just say the name. The Can you say the first initial? Say the name. No, no, no. He's not going to listen. But like my face is so red. If anyone would be able to see me right now. Couldn't be cuter. Uh, Looks like a, a light blush. Jesus Christ. <laughs> cute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not even give a, a letter. Okay, don't give a letter. Oh, That's evil of not you, friends. but it's fine. Um, okay. If we, there, it starts with a J. Okay, thank you. Oh, I like names that start with J. Same. Is it Same. Julian? Okay, Mariah. What? Is it Jack? Sorry. Um, oh. How long? James? Uh, probably since October. <laughs> oh my God, this is this is not a friend. We're shocked. This is a person who is not a friend. I'm shocked. November, December, January. <laughs> three months. That's, three That's months a trimester. Fake, That's a trimester of fake friendship. Oh my God, Viv. I'm going to come. I'm going to come so hard for you via text. I'm sending you a whole paragraph after this. But okay. Just tell us about it, please. Anything. Give us any detail you can give us. Nothing is nothing is official. Um, I just it's someone that for the first time in a very, very long time, and I have definitely um for the past two years, like have been on my fair share of dates and have opened slowly opened my heart. Um yeah, I just feel like it's been it's been someone who I want to get to know more, which like that hasn't even really happened. Mm. Where did you meet? Um, <laughs> we met through well, we actually both went to college together, but just like um, yeah, just by chance. <laughs> Viv, you okay? Because you're getting a little flustered. I'm going to need some answers here. Right. You think all seven, the the three people that listen to this podcast are going to be... Why are you bringing that mic so close to you? (laughs) It was was a reconnect. It was a reconnect. 12 listeners are really interested. We have a lot of listeners. Oh, do we? Yeah. Wow. Um, Anyway, Viv. Okay, so you knew each other in college. You reconnected. I love a reconnection. Is he your age? Yeah. Two years older. Love that. Love a little older. Love a 29-year-old for her. Love a 29-year-old for all of us. Cute. Okay. 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 Is he tall? He is tall. Viv is a tall guy. Right. Nothing against short guys, but love a tall guy for Viv. Wow. I'm very happy about this, um, which would maybe affect whether or not you'd share any actual tea about your experience talking to Tyler Cameron. <laughs> From The Bachelor, if you're not in the know of that one. Um, but it was that, a year ago. And yeah, it was a year ago, yeah. And if he really likes her age, this guy's not going to be offended by her talking about the hottest guy 
on the planet <laughs> that she may or may not have hooked I, up with. I don't necessarily think that Tyler's the hottest guy on the planet. You used to. There was I, a time. Not, wait, hold up, back it up, because <laughs> anyone listening is like may or may not have hooked up with. To anyone listening, nothing happened. With nothing Tyler. happened. Did you kiss? No, no, no. No, not even a kiss. They didn't even kiss. No, I'll tell you what happened with Tyler Cameron in a very boiled down sentence. Tyler, they met at an event and obviously Viv is like- In Paris, people. Right, a shining star of a human right after Tyler had come off The Bachelor at Bachelorette. So it was like he was at his at his prime. He was like literally, he had just like finished hooking up with Gigi Hadid potentially, right? Was it Gigi? And maybe he was still hooking up with her, right? Definitely hooked up with the one girl, the Kylie's friend. Stas? Yes. Me saying Stas as though I'm her friend. Through all this, I'm letting you two chat it out. (laughs) She's saying she's staying silent. I'm screaming. Um, And then they start talking Mm -hmm. via text. No, they met at the event. Okay, Mariah, I know what happened. I think I know too, but go ahead. They meet at the event. They start talking. He, they then go, they then obviously go their separate ways, live their lives. I think they hung out another time in Paris, did they? We actually both went to, and by talking, I mean like just conversation. You have Tyler Cameron's, okay, you have Tyler Cameron's phone number. His digits reside in your cellular. He can hit your line. Friendly conversations, (laughs) nothing flirtatious at all. And then we both went to Chicago, which was just like the weirdest events like we both had trips to Chicago right after Paris which was just so weird mm-hmm. um not planned and yeah we hung out in Chicago nothing happened not even a kiss and then we both came back to New York and and he's been asking you on dates he asked Hold you on, on two dates let's not also forget the time that he invited you to his apartment and his entire family was there right you have met you his, have met his family you've met his family yeah, briefly. That was that was right after. That was like around New York City Marathon. That was right after Paris. That and was like and, and Viv. But then since then, it's been... It's, right. It's been nothing. But no, that is... That it was nothing the entire time. It was, right. it was nothing the, t- the entire time. I will concede. I will give you that. There was no whatever. I will tell you that I know for a fact that this man saw you as the human that you are and was like, I'm going to get that girl's number and I'm going to slide occasionally. And he continued to do so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you are who you are. Right. So it was something to me. (laughs) It was something to me. It was something to all my friends. They were like, wait, is that Viv? Everybody. Every friend. I thought I was so cool. too. I was like, I know Viv. (laughs) Yup. Tyler wants her. Right. Legit. (laughs) Two degrees of separation to Tyler Cameron. If he ever listened to this, he'd be like, yeah, they got it all wrong. Uh, no, I think you were being completely honest. But what also we got wrong is the fact that there was a time where you and I had discussed um, you, me, and Chelsea, the single ladies, hanging out with Tyler and his friend Matt, um, <laughs> to which I slid in Matt's DMs and I uh, introduced myself and I got ignored and now he's the bachelor. So I just want to throw that one out there as well. That was my in. And Mariah that- is still delusional. <laughs> And thinks that, that she, would want me. Okay. I was trying to get you to watch The Bachelor the other week and she sent me a voice note, dead ass serious, being like, I'm honestly just kind of bitter though, because like I honestly think that like if I had met him, like I think I could have he could have fallen for me, like I could have made him fall for him, fall for me. I really like, believe that this is a person who everyone tr- thinks that when they watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, like you really do think that you could win someone's heart. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> 
I'm not out here being like, oh, Matt James, he would want my ass. Babe, no way. Let me tell you though, I have been following him for months and months and months and DM'd him before he got like bigger. And he didn't answer that DM. He was, he deleted it by accident. <laughs> he, was he, deleted, he was busy, deleted by accident. Viv, all right, I want to pivot again. <laughs> all right, last pivot, because she's going to kill us. Last pivot. And you might kill us about this one too, but I think this is important. You had a breakup that you were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of want to know what that looked like, how that shaped you. And because I've had a really bad breakup. Adriana and Bill had a breakup. And I mean, everyone who everyone has had a breakup. But to know that our sweet Viv had a really rough breakup, what was that like? And can you go into some details about With it? Someone she thought she was gonna marry. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it was it was really I mean, I was like physically ill from that for a really long time and I think I was like I'm a very petite person, but like that really took mm. a mental, emotional, physical toll on me. Um it was not easy. It was very abrupt and like the the worst thing about it was that I mean, I was cheated on, which like mm. was the reason why I left. We had actually been living together. Wow. Um, I didn't know she that. She moved for him. Yeah. I didn't know that. She was living, you were in Maryland, right? Maryland. Yeah. But, um, so like the reason I left was because I, I found out that he had cheated on me, but then as I was going through the breakup, I just kept finding out more and more and more. So it was like every, every time that you would find something out, it was just like another, you know, stab to the heart. And I personally went to therapy because, well, I think therapy is, is necessary for yeah. everyone and something that everyone should do regularly. And if you can't do it regularly, or if you don't, or if you're not open to it regularly, if you really, really feel down at points in your life, like go to therapy, because it's, for me, it was so crucial to talk to someone unbiased who just was there for me and not for their own life and their own validation and their own, you know, someone who like wanted to hear their own words. Like it was so, so crucial for me to talk to someone who didn't know him, who didn't know my past, who I could just say, yeah, I freaking miss him. And I still love him despite what happened, which like, if I were to say that to my friends, their initial or my family, their initial reaction, you can do better. You deserve better. Like Deep down, I know that, but it doesn't take away the fact that I still love him or I still miss him. Yeah, no, that's that's hugely important to always have that like non-biased conversation. Oh, I, agreed I, on the therapy too. I love therapy. Um, Same. <laughs> but Viv, how long were you guys together? We were together four and a half years. Yeah, so four and a half years, this thing blows up in her face. She's living down in Maryland, has to literally move back home. How old were you again? quit my job. I left in two days. I was 24. No, I was 23. Yeah. She's famous now. And He's now probably she's famous. mad. He's right, so right, 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 right. Oh, he got married. Oh my God. It wasn't Girl, everybody has. Oh, wait, it, it wasn't who he cheated on you with though, right? Uh, it was not. Well, no. no. Well, yeah, I guess who knows? <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So how long did it take you after that four and a half year relationship and that like crazy blow up for you to be okay with where you are right now? Um, it took me 
I'd say a solid two, two and a half years mm. to like really feel like I was starting to feel myself. Um, definitely like six, I remember like month seven, I almost felt like I had a relapse. Like I was, I was like doing better. And then I don't know what happened, but it almost like it, it hit me. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you're in the beginning, you're almost like numb and in a state of shock and I remember like having a really 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 low low around month six seven or eight um two and a half years I started like really feeling myself and I didn't start dating until I think year like three years after because it's been up to 2016 18 19 20 21 yeah so I think like within the past like year and a half I started dating which Again, mm-hmm. to provide context to everyone who's been following her and feel like they know her, she was going through a pain for like the first year of her blog, Be- right? And, and yeah. Instagram. Yeah. That was yeah. my driving force. That was like, that was after my whole entire mentality. I mean, I'm so grateful for the relationship and I'm even more grateful for the way that it ended because I felt like, which I would have never said like right after it happened. But as I've reflected, like I wouldn't have changed anything that happened because it was the sole reason and the sole factor that like has propelled me to Mm. learn about myself, to grow, to, it has lit a fire under my ass to start something, to do things that like make me happy because I was so in that relationship, I was so selfless. I was so giving, like, Mm. I was like, Oh, you need money. I'll give you money. You Mm. need this. I'll give you that. You need, don't look at me. Forget me. (laughs) Yeah. Like forget me. And, and even when he, I mean, we had like troubles before and like, it would pain me to see him in pain. And that's what I never gave myself time in the relationship to heal from, from things either, because I was like, let me take away your pain because Mm. I would rather be in pain than see you in pain. Mm. Um, everything shifted and I became so selfish and I decided I am going to do things that make me happy and that get me far in life and feed me, my soul, my heart, my body, my mind, Um, and that's when like the whole entire like selfish, um, mindset came in and like really stuck with me. And just recently I've like had to just recently, I felt it on my heart to like open back up again. And Mm. yeah. And so here you are three months in something new. Right. What is, uh, what is that, that one key thing that you do now look for in a relationship? from as a result of everything you've experienced and what you've learned about yourself? Like, what is that one thing? I mean, I think that there are several things, but I think like at the top of the list for me is someone who is so like brutally open and honest and is like has respect for me and for themselves Mm. um, and who can communicate. Like, I think that there was so much lost in my relationship because there was little communication or like there was communication, but like not on the deep core level of communication. Mm. Yeah. So going deeper with people, which I can definitely say we did today. We went real deep 
Do you feel a little bit like it was a little cathartic for you at all? Yeah, totally. I feel I'm like, oh, I hope anyone who's listening stuck around because it was a, like a therapy session. No, I think they this, love this is what our us. people. <laughs> no, they don't, Mariah. They love you. You need to practice humility in 2021. Our followers love us. What do you want me to say? They do. <laughs> they do. But no, it's. I think that this is what they're here for. I mean, we're called yeah. glow through it for a reason because. Right. What is it that, and glow is one of your words too, right? We're glowing on top. We are We're, on top of it. We are doing what we got to do to get through the difficulty. And we don't want people coming on here acting like their lives are rainbows and butterflies because at the end of the day, no one's is. We're all struggling. We all have this internal thing that we're going through and we need the ability to, you know, see ourselves and others and understand how they glowed through it and how right. therefore we can glow through it. And we didn't bring Viv on here for her to like, tell everyone how she edits her pics. Like we brought on Viv to like, look, this shit is hard. That said, how do you edit your pics? You, right. still, you still working with that M5 on uh, right. Visco? Right. <laughs> or you use a Lightroom because that's what I've been using recently. Good pictures are all about lighting. You need to find Great. the light. It's always life. Life is about finding your light. Am I right? That's true. Mm. Should we change the podcast name to I was just going to say that. Find your light. Find your light. Um, but should we let her say goodbye? So that oh, yeah, we have Viv, that say recording? goodbye. All right, Viv, we love you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. And for anyone who's listening, hi, and thank you for listening. Love you. Love you. Love you, Viv.